Podcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dubac Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, TJ Bowser and Jared Bachman Stubbs. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Do Back Discussion Podcast. This is your host, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always is Sag. Sag is here. And my man, Connor Chikini. What's up, guys? Today is April 9th, 2019, and we are how many days from celebration, Mr. Chikini? We are two days, a mere two days. Jesus Christ. Oh, this is so exciting. That means episode nine trailer in two days. Three days. No, Three days. Day. Yeah, because it's going to be whenever you and I are at Steel City. Yes, which we will be live for. We'll announce that right now. Me and Connor will be not Connor. Me and Jared <laughs> will be live within the Millennium Falcon, a.k.a. my car, crying, screaming, doing all sorts of things, holding each we other. Probably it. it's going to be emotional. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have to do it live. And then like after we do the live version of it, you're going to have to like edit the video like a normal reaction video. So you have like the trailer in one corner and like us watching it and then put it on all of the do back socials of like you and me having a panic attack for those of you who do not catch us having a panic attack live. Yes. Uh, So we got a couple stuff to talk about today, but we got a couple stuff, a couple stuff. (laughs) Uh, Jared, how was your week? My week's been uh, pretty solid so far. Uh, went to Red Lobster last night, and I can confirm I like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Um, God damn it. <laughs> and uh, I had an interview today at work for a possible promotion I might be getting. So, yeah, it's been a pretty good week. If and anyone deserves the promotion, it's you. Thank you very much. Come get shoes. Right? Um, right. And- and do and back then, merch. Uh, and do back merch. Yeah, don't get shoes and do back <laughs> merch. Um, and then, uh, yeah, obviously, like we said, Steel City Con this weekend. Uh, those of you whom are in the area or plan on coming to Steel City Con, please find us whenever TJ and I are there. Um, Friday, I'm going to be Kylo Ren in like for like the morning and afternoon, and then late afternoon and evening. I'm changing into the 12th Doctor. Saturday, I'll be there as Anakin, and then Sunday, I'll be there as Kylo Ren again uh what about me so yeah <laughs> okay so i will be in uh, <laughs> for you horror fuckers uh i will be on in strangers pray at night man in the mask full fucking garb and then about three hours into the show i'm going full jason Voorhees. you uh look for a part three jason full face mask full fucking everything it'll be the debut of my bloody bowser costume is what they're calling it so be sure to check out the debut for that because my costume is been has been worked on for months and all these do backers can confirm because I've been hyping this shit up for months, showing them every Same. little piece of everything that I've been getting. And then Jared does the same with his Kylo. So we are bringing you the best version of ourselves at this convention. So you guys be hyped. You get pictures with the do backers. You get everything that you can fucking can man because we'll be there we'll be in costume we'll be there to talk star wars there to talk horror there to talk about anything you want and if hey, you can't hear me that well I'm a, i apologize huh and comic book movie news and comic book movie news because that's what jared does <laughs> <laughs> what about you connor what you do this week other than swoon the ladies um trying to get ahead on work for college because absolutely nothing i wish you kind of just said I, w- I was just trying to get some head but then you had to say work and it was just <sighs> sorry <laughs> it's why all good why are you like this why hey, are you like this dj why because if he's wearing that do-back shirt you know what's going on yep don't, you don't have to say it <laughs> it's implied it's, it's implied. implied it's implied the life preserver is oh, needed so <laughs> <laughs> nah, just the usual stuff and just getting ready for freaking out for all this new content coming out 
Today's episode won't be as long as previous episodes. Uh, we're coming on a time crunch, but we will get the news to you just as we always do week by week. So first, actually, you know what, Jared? Talk about our podcast network. Then we'll get into the the news. You know, yeah, fuck yeah. our formats everywhere. Who cares? It's due back. Yeah, this so is what we do. As everybody uh, at this point should know, there are three podcasts in the illustrious due back discussion podcast network. You have due back discussion, which is this one that's coming into your ear holes right now. Uh, the Dubac Discussion, we have Hall of Heroes, which is hosted by Moi, where we talk about comic book, movie, news, and reviews, and Gorenmore, which is a really cool retro 80s horror movie club style podcast that comes out every other week, and very soon we'll have a fourth podcast coming at you with Bantha Babble, which will be your Star Wars lore, theories, versus everything that is not Star Wars news will be on Bantha Babble, where we just talk the wars. That will be hosted by the one and only Connor Chiquiti, a.k.a. the best Star Wars admin on Facebook you've ever seen. Uh, Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I um, honestly was thinking about adding you to the Gormore. I was actually thinking about adding you to the Gormore thing just just to make sure that you're free to police it because that's how good you are. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, dude. Because I know you're like a positivity guy and you're just like, ah! Like you have a detector and you're just like, delete, 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 delete. (laughs) (laughs) Right? No, exactly. No, I do. Yeah. But yeah, so the first topic we're going to talk about today is uh, Raylo. There's been a Raylo leak and Jared has some information on that. Uh, He originally wasn't supposed to be on this episode, but instead we got Sag and Sag, take it away, baby. Once upon a time, there was a girl and a shadow. Anyway, um little us joke because we made that joke last time and it fell flat anyway so um all of the different nerd news websites have been covering this um i like the way they put it in this article by inverse so uh i'll just read from the article star wars celebration is just a few days away but a massive new episode nine leak could overshadow the main event the latest rumors about star wars episode nine could be a very good news for anyone hoping that ray and kylo ren get together while also revealing a horrifying new creature called the Oracle that may haunt our nightmares for years to come. Warning, possible spoilers for Star Wars Episode Nine. but you listen to this show. <laughs> I'm so glad I did not have my microphone and headset on for this episode. Because <laughs> I would have died. Like, my head, like I would have gone like full Raiders of the Lost Ark on... Anyway... The new leak comes from Redditor U Jedi Praxis, who also moderates the Star Wars Leak subreddit and has shared accurate information in the past, uh, in particular the uh, costume leak um, that we had a while ago. Anywho, uh, this time the leak focuses on Kylo Ren's story in Episode Nine, specifically in relation to Rey, along with the Oracle, a bizarre new creature who ties into that storyline. According to the Jedi Praxis' trusted source, when Star Wars Episode Nine picks up, Kylo Ren will still be struggling to choose between the light and the dark side. At the time, he's apparently in love with Rey and attempting to fix their relationship. Based on what we saw at the end of The Last Jedi, we're guessing this isn't going particularly well for him. However, things get interesting when Kylo comes into contact with the Oracle, described by Jedi Praxis as a sort of alien parasite that sits on top of the head of a giant sleeping baby. In Star Wars Episode Nine, the Oracle will be created using a puppet or some other type of practical effect. You can see a faithful reconcept, uh, uh, recreation of the leak concept art in the original Reddit post embedded at the bottom of the page. Uh, here, I'll send the to this story into the do-back chat so you guys can see what... I'd like to hear you talk about it, though. I know. Well, I can't describe this monstrosity. But if you take a good look at it and then look at the costume leak from, a few, from like a month ago... Mm-hmm. You can see this character in there. Ah, here we go. Connor, did you just receive it also? Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. It's it's at, it's towards the bottom of this. It's uh person L. It's also worth noting that this Oracle design appears to line up with a previous leak, which accurately revealed new looks for the characters like Ray and Finn in Star Wars episode nine. It's unclear if Kylo seeks out the Oracle or if he's summoned to it. We also don't know where the Oracle lives, but it could also be a new swamp area. It sounds like this thing could basically be episode nine's version of Yoda, except, you know, a Lovecraftian nightmare instead of a cute Frank. Connor, Connor, okay, wait, wait, wait. There is, 
Black Park. That's where they have the swamp things at. So what if that they said that? Oh my god, this all makes sense now. This thing is at, at that swamp planet that they go to that they have all that special garb and shit on for, and and it sounds like Raylo is bringing the whole thing together. Oh my god, talk. Ugh. Huh. It sounds like Raylo is pulling it all together here. Huh. <laughs> I, I could go get my daughter right now. She'll tell you what's up. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah man. I good. mean, if, if this all turns out to be, you know, like legit and stuff, this could be like the coolest thing for you. Dude, I know this is all. I knew it was going to happen. I've known since. Force Awakens. Oh, 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 really? Yeah. You mean you've been fantasizing about them fucking since Force Awakens? <laughs> I like the idea of them being a couple since okay. the Force Awakens. Is there anything else you'd like to expand on this? Uh, Other than the I'll fact I told you so, which you are more than welcome to yell it. Look, I'm. I'm not going to count my chickens before they hatch. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait. Until. I see a smooch in the theater. Okay, fair enough. Uh, when that happens, you will be getting a phone call of me screaming the words, I fucking told you so, TJ. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I fucking told you. Okay, fair enough. Very fair All enough. Right. Uh, and then your daughter has to wear your daughter has to wear a Raylo trash shirt. Oh, she will absolutely wear one and it'll be a very sad face on her, but she'll that shirt will look very good. <laughs> Hopefully I'm there for it so I can like be obnoxiously be smiling in your daughter's face. <laughs> wear it, Taryn. Wear it good. <laughs> <laughs> so Love um, is the balance. Love is the balance, you little shit. <laughs> Fuck with me. <laughs> Apparently, Count Dooku was mentioned in the Master Apprentice book, and Connor's going to talk about the excerpt. Okay, so the excerpt is um, so for for context for those who don't know, uh, Dooku was wow. I just okay. I just blanked out. Um, Qui Gon Jin. Yeah, Qui Gon. Okay, Qui Gon Jin. Fake was Dooku's was Dooku's apprentice for those that didn't know, but now know. Um, and Master and Apprentice takes place. Um, wow, I'm struggling right now. Okay, does Master and Apprentice Phantom take place? Menace. Yeah, is it is it during Phantom Menace or before? No, it's before. Okay, okay, that's what I was thinking. I was just unsure. So Connor, it's before Phantom Menace. Star Wars Man is. You oh can fuck God. off, Jared. <laughs> why does he, oh that's so funny because because farm boy says the same shit to me <laughs> today's just not my day okay that's that's really i just had to bust your balls buddy i know i know i that's what i know i that's what i just did too so i get it um so the excerpt itself do you guys just want do you guys want me to read it yes uh could you and also do it your best impressions of whoever's talking. Oh God, not happening. <laughs> okay. So here's the start. I'm in pursuit. Qui-Gon shouted into his comm link, hoping his voice would carry over the rush of air around his speeder bike. As he swerved through the, through jungle foliage, track me. His voice cracked on the last word. Great. He thought, but there was no time to dwell on anything except the chase. He and Dooku were part of a Numidian Prime strike team organized to find the notorious bounty hunter Shenda Mole. She collected her bounties not by murdering individuals, which would have been bad enough, but by sabotaging passenger ships, detonating devices in crowded public areas, or once even releasing a deadly virus. Tens of thousands of deaths Jesus. on 50 planets were, for Mole, no more than collateral damage. The Jedi had tracked her to, to Numidian, Pri Numidian Prime, where she had a small stronghold and a handful of followers. But the followers had all been apprehended now, and it was up to Qui-Gon and his master to bring in Maul, her Maul herself. He gunned his speeder bike, trying to fly over the thick jungle underbrush, but under the heavy, but under the heavy palm leaves. Qui-Gon's Padawan braid streamed behind him, and he wished he'd worn goggles to protect his stinging eyes. No time for that. He crested the hill, which revealed the stony valley where they detected Mole's hideout. 
Qui-Gon pulled back on speed, bringing his speeder bike to a to as quiet a stop as possible. From now from now on, he traveled on foot. Numidian Prime could be a swampy, treacherous world, but Shendo Mole had hidden herself on high ground. Qui-Gon, ah! <laughs> right? It's, it's funny because he is the high ground. Uh. <laughs> Qui-Gon could walk silently on leaves and vines that are still soft and green. Other than a few birds circling overhead, no fauna seemed to be in the area. Keeping one hand on his lightsaber, he pulled out his scanner to make sure he was heading toward the right coordinates. A few large stony hills provided the likeliest place for Mole's hideout. Qui-Gon paused at the foot of one of them to put away his scanner and prepare for an altercation. Dooku would be along any moment now, but there was no guaranteeing his target wouldn't be. Don't move, said Shenda Mole. She leaned against a she leaned against a rock formation a few meters up the hill and pointed her blaster at his head. Qui-Gon's gonna fucking die. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's so cool. That, Not I is. I can't wait. To, do we know who's gonna be uh, narrating the audiobook? Who do you want to narrate uh, the audiobook? That's the better question. Uh James Arnold Taylor. He's the most versatile of the bunch. I agree. I think he'd be able to do a pretty good Qui-Gon and Dooku. Chiquiti? Um, I don't really listen to audiobooks, but mm-hmm. I've listened to a but I've listened to a bit of James Arnold Taylor and I did I do I do really like him, so I'd say him. Okay. But say I also either, wouldn't mind Mark Thompson. I was gonna say either James Arnold Taylor or let me find the guy who, did, on, who, who voiced uh the Tarkin book. The guy who plays Tarkin. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Which I'm close to finishing the first one. Hold on, wait. Holding. Holding for Hux. Holding for Hux. Jonathan Jonathan Davis. I want Jonathan Davis to narrate. That's the singer of corn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well then there's two Jonathan Davis's because one sings about corn and the other one is really good at narrating star wars books yes so also in the news today is some jedi fallen order stuff yeah, which hot if, off the press if you follow us do backers on facebook uh connor can you read my uh thing that i posted? uh where's it at what did i say in quote fuck uh oh i said in quote to connor uh Connor Chiquiti, get the lotion and tissues ready. And it was the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. But Connor has an interesting thing about this in the artwork. If you'd like to go off on it, buddy. Oh, dude, definitely. Um, legitimately, when I saw this artwork, I was. Oh, uh, wow. Holy shit. I think the term you're looking for is harder than a slab of concrete, but I might not be right about that. No, that's pretty, I'd say that's pretty correct. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, for those that don't know, we'll, we'll just provide a link when we, in the, um, in the podcast or wherever, because it's, it's honestly a pretty cool, um, image. It's a, uh, I'm guessing ancient Jedi lightsaber that's, it's either an ancient Jedi lightsaber that's broken off or it's a double bladed lightsaber that's been broken in half on top. That's on top. That's sitting on top of ancient Jedi runes, I would guess. So it's it's just. It's just such a cool design and it really makes me hyped for the game more than I already am. And it's also just a great symbolic tie in to the title fallen order because the jedi a lightsaber is the symbol of a jedi and to have that broken in half is pretty fucking depressing and if you're asking it's pretty fucking depressing if you're asking me um i just cannot wait for it's really exciting stuff i mean i just I hope the customization with this game is like over the top. Though. I like, can't be able to- see that happening mainly because the story's set within the canon. I agree with Connor. I know, I know but there's other ways of getting around. That. I know, but like, this, it's like I, Knights of the Old Republic, they had a canon ending 
for whenever that was like in legends, like they had like, okay, but the canon version of this game is the light side ending. And like you go full light side, that's the canon. And like, yeah, but they, that is, was it just the ending that was canon? No, it was said, it said that like the canon version of the events of Knights of the Old Republic was all the light side stuff. Okay. And like, but also like you can't arrive at the light side ending pretty much if like without doing the light side outcomes for most of those things. Like, I don't think you can get the light side ending if you make Zalbar kill mission. Okay, gotcha. So like you ha- like you there comes a point where like you have to make certain decisions that make it anyway. And like, you know, look at the way that they did the Force Unleashed, where like there was some wild shit that happens in the game that is that that either happens in the game or doesn't happen in the game that is in the book. Like yeah. most people, when they talk about Galen Merrick for like versus stuff, they go off of the book because the book makes more sense. Definitely. So, yeah. Cause he's super overpowered in the game. And that's the thing. And I, yeah. I was saying this on Twitter, like Galen Merrick is not cool because he's fucking overpowered. He, he's cool because he's smart about how he uses his power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's crafty. Like he didn't pull a star destroyer. Speaking out of, the of sky. I, can I just sidebar real he, quick? Speaking of Galen Merrick, uh, did you see Star Wars Theory tag Whitwer and the little video about how strong Vader's suit actually was? Yeah, wow. it was Galen Merrick pushing Vader through like a bunch of walls, and Vader's suit just absorbing the fucking blast from each one of them. It, yeah, it's so badass. I mean, I feel like Galen Merrick was just like this force god to me, like. Pretty much, yeah. But he wasn't. That's the thing is that he was clever. He wasn't that powerful. And those, but and you also got to look, look at the books and in the games. Galen doesn't really hit any other force wielders with that level of power. Mm-hmm. Like he struggles to beat Coda. He struggles to beat Kazan Paratus. He struggles to beat Shakti. He struggles to beat Maris Brood. And he struggles to beat Vader. All of those people, he only beats and Palpatine. He only beats those people out of like sheer grit and like ingenuity. It's not because he's a force god, and he's so he's less interesting if it's just oh look at me, I like pulled the star destroyer out of the air with no effort. Yeah, like, pretty. He, no, that's not interesting. It's cool, no, but he, eh. same thing with Revan. Yeah, Revan is super. And Gale Merrick is powerful, but it's his ingenuity. Revan is incredibly powerful, but it's his strategy. And, you know, I really hope we get something in this game where, like, we get lots of costume, lots of lightsaber options. And then they can do a book or, like, a certain, like, thread of options throughout the game and be like, okay, that was cool, but this is the canon version. Okay. Well, I mean, all we can do. I mean, maybe. I mean, we'll see. All um, we can do the is one thing I s- No, nah, go ahead, TJ. All we can do is speculate until after next week. I mean, after after we get through this weekend, then we'll finally know stuff and then we'll be able to stop speculating on episode nine or even speculate even more. We'll be able to start knowing a little bit more about Jedi Order. Connor can stop posting crazy theories on Facebook and we can just keep going with everything. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I haven't posted shit. Bullshit. That Jedi Padawan stuff. I saw you. That wasn't that crazy. (laughs) No, no, no. But okay, that was actually the. Good transition, because I was actually going to start talking about that. Yes, please um, do, man. There was a um, there was a Twitter uh, thread I saw where this one person posted a question of what if the protagonist of Fallen Order is one of the five Padawans from the se- from season five of Clone Wars? They you guys know what I'm talking about? They're still younglings, though. They're not I, actual Padawans. Well, yeah, but that's during Clone Wars. And this takes place like immediately after Order sixty six. Though I, like, I don't know about that. I've they heard said, they said it EA play. They were like, it takes did, place after Order sixty six. Your master's dead. You're on your own. Good luck. Did they really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know because I heard I heard a I heard a rumor somewhere where it take where it took place like five years after, which I would find really interesting that it takes place that long after. See, here's my thing: is like one of my favorite like eras in Legends was like the time immediately after event and in canon is that time immediately after Revenge of the Sith when the Republic is still in that transition period into the yeah. Empire. When like they're like the Empire is still using clone troopers and ARC 170s and V-wings and shit like that. 
I yeah. love that era because it's so fascinating to see like the way that like the like the, the the see the republic turn on a dime. Yeah. And see the republic lose itself as quickly as it does. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean I know what you mean. So um, like I like the idea of getting to see something like Dark Lord the Rise of Darth Vader where you just see Vader just massacring Jedi like he does in the climax of that book on Kashyyyk. I'd love that. Yeah. Um no, but just like just to think about it, I think I, I get what you're saying, Jared, that there's still that there's still technically not Padawans, but like always in motion is the future. So they could be Padawans by the time this game starts. And not only would that be probably one of the most wizard tie-ins ever, um, it would also provide narrative closure to their stories because we have no idea what happens to them after Clone Wars. I just I know, just age range, they don't I know, I get that. I want I want something really white knuckled and really intense and like they seem just a little bit too young as characters to like really get into like some really crazy storytelling stuff. Yeah, but then that's that's when you get into character development and everything. But honestly but honestly like Obi Wan and Phantom Menace, like that age. Yeah. Like nineteen nah. to twenty three, like that ballpark where like they ha like they're not so green that they're like barely a youngling anymore. Yeah. Like they're not a knight and they're not ready to be a knight. They shouldn't yeah. be alone. Speaking of knights, did you see the sweet artwork of the Knights of Ren on the Star Wars Newsnet homepage? Yep. I did. Oh my god. Uh it is the Supreme Leader with all of his boys. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. Hey TJ, are you gonna start a cause you should start cosplaying at least one of the knights of red and get other people to start cosplaying the you knights just of red, want a so. fucking posse at this point <laughs> yeah now that you're losing weight and you are becoming swolo and channeling your inner inner ben solo you're gonna want to you know what i'll get black robes and we'll see if the people make helmets okay that actually might be a good idea now you got me fucking thinking about it god damn it i'm gonna waste so I much want money. my knights of red i want i want just like an army behind me i want my red stormtroopers i want it all <laughs> I want every gun we have to fire on that man. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, but Jared, dude, I'm not going to lie. Resistance is dead. The war is over. And when I kill you, oh, I will dude. have killed the last Jedi. Yeah, every word was wrong there, bro. Um. <laughs> oh, <laughs> everything you just said. Finish it, Connor. Uh, everything you just said was wrong. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> To finish up with Fallen Order and everything, honestly, if I got to see any of those Padawans, any of those younglings turn Padawans, especially Katuni, just kick some Inquisitor ass, I'd be eternally satisfied. That I could be, be the main villain in this in this whole like series of games. If that's what I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking either Inquisitors. And maybe Vader. And I well, say thing, I say series of games because I see the Star Wars Jedi thing being like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Star Wars Jedi the the Rise or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That'd like, be cool. I feel like it's 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 like name like this for a reason. Yeah. Well, we also got to take in consideration though, like again, like trying to address it fitting into the canon. Look at the uh, Charles Soul like the Vader Dark comics, Wars, Vader comics, like. We also like if it's going to be the Inquisitorious, we also need to figure out, OK, how long until the Inquisitorious is found? You know what I mean? Very so like true. you also have a whole lot again. of time. What? Say that again. I could, I could. I didn't quite catch that. No, I was saying like you also have to like make sure that you have it line up so that like by the time you face the Inquisitorious, the Vader comic, I just like sucked in a hiccup. I thought I was about to die. That actually, <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody heard the like <laughs> noise I just made, but I like sucked in a hiccup and my whole chest feels like it's about to cave in. But if you pay attention to the Charles Soul Vader run, you have to make sure that like the Inquisitorious isn't founded like immediately after the fall of the Republic because then you have a continuity error. In this well, game. no, the Inquisitors were, uh, let me look this up right now. So, uh, <laughs> this is why Connor and I are. They were founded. They were founded 19 BBY. 
Okay. This is a sneak no. peek, peek of the first episode of Bantha Babble, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, so they were found 19 BBY and put into action pretty much that same, like, almost immediately after, you know, almost immediately after, I guess. I'll have to reread the Vader comics, but there's no doubt in my mind that Fallen Order is def- definitely going to tie in and connect with the Vader Soul Vader comics, which is just going to be absolutely fucking amazing. I think. <sighs> oh wow! That's all I got. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm I'm so excited for this game. <laughs> Same. I hope there's a multiplayer versus mode, so that I can cross everybody up in like a Star Wars Mortal Kombat. Possibly. So. So they used to do that. Remember, they had that in Star Wars Obi Wan, and they had it in the Revenge of the Sith game. I missed that so much. Uh, with the next topic that we will be talking about, it's an interview with J.J. Abrams, and it's very, very, very lengthy. Uh, so, do you guys just want to give them a sneak peek of it, and then tell them to go follow the rest over at Newsnet? Would you guys like to do I'm it? say I can. I can read it if you want me to. The whole thing. I wouldn't say the whole thing, Jared. I, I would say I would bits and pieces. Let, let's read the first one, like the first little segment, and then just talk a little bit. Well, let's let's let, let give the setup here, though. Um, uh, Star Wars Newsnet. Uh, in a recent interview with American Business Magazine's Bruce Company, co-writer and director of Episode Nine, J.J. Abrams took a moment to talk about his experience with the upcoming Star Wars sequel. Abrams discusses his initial his initial hesitation in taking on the final installment of the three trilogy spanning saga, the importance of hiring co-writer Chris Terrio, who wrote Batman v Superman, and his overall sense of satisfied accomplishment what and what he feels he and his team have achieved with their conclusion to the beloved saga. So. So, Dark Jedi. <laughs> okay. How does it feel to be back after being away so many months filming uh, episode nine? JJ said, it's it's great for me, especially, and I said this at all hands meet at the all hands meeting, just to see all these faces. Some people at the company were here just when I was leaving. They just got here and then a ton of people have shown up since I've been away. So to come back to this home business home, professional home. Have a fairly high percentage of people be brand new faces. It's a surreal thing. Of course, I've known about it intellectually. I was always prepared for it. But you show up and oh, glitch there for a second. But you show up and all of a sudden there are all these flesh and blood people with life experience and points of view. And like I'll hear things before, so I'll know a little bit about everyone. And then they'll all, and then they're all the interns too. And then get to see them in person and feel like, wow, this is really Katie, Katie Abrams' wife and co-CEO of Bad Robot. Just, Justin, uh, Tim Maddox, the official artist of the Do Back Discussion Network, has reacted to the Jedi Fallen Order announcement. Oh, my fucking God. OK, continue. <laughs> <laughs> He'll love that when he listens. <laughs> uh, and all the department heads and Brian. uh They've done such a good job bolstering the team, and it's great to come back. I mean, obviously, the simple answer is I'm just happy to see my family again. It's so long. It's been so long. Uh, how did it feel when you were suddenly brought on to direct episode nine after Trevorrow departed while the film is still in development? Abram says, I wasn't supposed to be there. I wasn't the guy, you know. I was working on some other things, and I had something else that I was assuming would be the next project if we'd be so lucky. And then Kathy Kennedy called and said, would you – would you really seriously consider coming aboard? And once it started, and once la, 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 and once that started, it all happened pretty quickly. The whole thing was a crazy leap of faith, and there was accidentally scrolled, and there was an actual moment when I nearly said, "No, I'm not going to do this." Holy shit! I was shit. trepidatious to begin with getting involved because I love Star Wars so much, and it felt like it was it was almost on a personal level a dangerous thing to get too close to something care that much. About. And yet with Force Awakens, I feel like we managed to introduce these new characters for some people and new actors and continue the story in a way that I thought had heart and humanity and humor and surprise. Though, of course, I'm aware that there are critics of that movie. It felt to me like we dodged a bullet, like we got there and we got to do something. And I love I, I left Star Wars as much as I did when I love 
I left loving Star Wars as much as I did when I got there. These italics are messing with my dyslexia. Oh, like somehow it was on a personal selfish level, something I was really happy to have done. Not just excited about doing, but happy to have done. And to ask to have that happen again, I felt a little bit like I was playing with fire. Like, why go back? You managed to make it work. What the hell am I thinking? <laughs> Jesus. And there was a moment when I said, liter- where I literally said no, and Katie said, you should do this. And my first thought was, has she met someone? <laughs> and then I thought, she's usually right about this stuff. And when she said it, I think that she felt like it was an opportunity to bring a close to this story that we had begun. And it continued, of course. And I could see that even though the last thing on my mind was going away and jumping back into that, especially with the time constraints that we were faced with. What were the time constraints? Because they had announced release dates and everything works backwards. Was the schedule usually fast? To have a script and to have a release date and have it be essentially a two-year window when you're saying to yourself, you've got two years from the decision to do it to release, and you have literally nothing. You don't have the story and you don't have the cast and you don't have the designers, the sets. There was a crew and there were things that will be worked on the version that will, that preceded our own, but this was starting over. And because this was such a mega job, I knew at the very least I had needed a co-writer to work on this thing, but I didn't know who that co-writer would be. There was nothing, so the first thing I did was reach out to a writer I've admired for years, Chris Terrio, who I didn't really know to who I didn't really know to say, "Listen, would you want to write Star Wars with me?" And he screamed. <laughs> out of awesome. terror or excitement? Probably a bit of both, but I think he def- but I think definitely excitement. And what I realized in that moment was I hadn't been aware until that until then that I needed to work with someone who would scream at the prospect of working on Star Wars because I had been through the process and I was looking at at brass at brass tacks. Oh my fuck. This is what it's going to take. <laughs> this is the reality of it. And he was looking at it like sort of the child, like, Oh my God, I can't believe I get to play in this world, which I needed to be reminded of. I needed that point of view because it's not where I was. Of course I was excited about what we would do, but I was acutely aware of how little time we had to do a fairly Excuse me. Enormous job. Tired so there, buddy. <laughs> so to answer your question, I went into it with an all-new leap of faith, aware that Katie was very supportive of this thing, and it felt like the right thing to do. And so her div- divining rod of what's real and what's right was a comfort, despite her not being in London or most of the shooting place. And it was just an immediate immersion into what into what ifs of it all, which is which is the fun of it, but also the pressure of it. And I'm not complaining when I say this, but it was having to make decisions based on that. Okay. I mean... So, yeah, go to Star Wars News and read the rest of the article. Yeah, J.J. Uh, Abrams, I mean, he, he, he started this trilogy. He's going to end it. This is the best way it's going to happen. You guys have heard me say this before, especially you... Uh, you I mean, I wouldn't listeners. be opposed I mean, to Ryan Johnson coming back, but I'm happy for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, J- I see like JJ breathed new life in the franchise when he did episode seven and there's no better person to wrap up such an amazing trilogy than him. Uh, unless you're Jared, anything Ryan Johnson's God, but is everybody there <laughs> Connor? I mean, no, I'm, I'm fine with, uh, I'd be fine with either. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, I do like, uh, Ryan's writing mm-hmm. in last Jedi. There's parts that could have been better, but you know, that's every film. There's parts that could have been. It's a perfect movie. Eh, I don't know about that. Eh. It's perfect. Okay. We don't have the show. We don't have the show for it's a perfect movie. I could tell you that right now, but I will say the last Jedi was great. Yeah, it really Uh, was. It's a perfect movie. Okay, Um, Jared. (laughs) All right. But it's um, a perfect movie. It's a love letter to the saga. It's a perfect movie. But, um, to quote Kylo Ren, JJ is going to finish what he started. And to honestly hear him say in this interview that he actually debated not doing it is kind of insane to think about. But I, I kind of understand that. where he's coming yeah. from. It's a Wait, lot to do. JLC's in Knives up. Out? Jamie Lee Wait, Curtis what? is in the Knives Out movie? Yeah. What? Yeah. 
I need to pay attention to this shit more. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my. If it's not Star Wars or horror, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Is this a thriller movie, Jared? Yeah. No, but I'm excited to um to see what uh, Chris Terrio and J.J. wrote. Espe- like, because especially... I could be wrong on this, and guys, correct me if I am, but this will be the first time JJ's actually finishing film-wise something that he's started, because he's known for just starting stuff with the mystery box and teasing out potential threads, and then or you know what, lost. I'm saying films, not TV. Star Trek. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, though, like, that's the thing. Okay. Like, this is his chance to prove that he can stick the landing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's a that's a good point, TJ, with with Star Trek. I forgot about those. Uh, speaking of Ryan Johnson, uh, his, uh, his trilogy scheduled now, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. So Star Wars Newsnet rep- uh, reports that... Uh, Ryan Johnson provides yet another God, God himself, Ryan Johnson provides yet another no, update no. on his new trilogy of movies, this time explaining that he's figuring out a game plan for balancing his own projects and his commitment to Lucasfilm. In addition, he also notes that he would like JJ Abrams to take Star Wars Nine in whatever direction he thinks is best for the story. Thank God. Talking at CinemaCon earlier this week. Johnson has revealed that after he finishes his work on Lionsgate Knives Out, which I think is a thriller film, his focus will shift 100% toward working on the first of his three Star Wars projects. He already got plenty of ideas on the table so far, and it seems like he has his story planned out well before he shoots a single frame of his first movie. With that, with the way he worded his response at CinemaCon, it seems that as though he more or less hinted that his Star Wars film will be up next for him to direct, write, and produce, with production presumably starting after Episode Nine has left theaters. In a later interview, we'll get to in a bit. Johnson noted that he and Lucasfilm were trying to figure out how to balance his schedule to develop original movies with a schedule to develop his trilogy. In addition, he explained that he was most excited to see where Benahoff and Weiss, 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 Weiss would Benioff. take the st- Weiss. What? Benioff and Weiss. Weiss. Star Wars franchise with their own movie trilogy word on the street is that the trilogy written and produced by Benahoff and Weiss will be starting before <laughs> Johnson's movies. Hmm. While Disney CEO, Bob Iger, Bobby, I mentioned that he expected there to be a slow. You said it just Wars. like Ken Napsok and it kind of freaked me out. <laughs> I thought you just had like a, I thought you just had like a clip from collider Jedi council for a hot second. <laughs> Nice. Nope, just me. After episode nine, in response, on sometime. <laughs> response to Solo having a poor performance, which is Disney's fault, but by, <laughs> by Star Wars standards, it seems like they won't be slowing down much as an initial as initially anticipated. So the article goes on just to talk about Johnson, uh, what he wants from uh, the one the, uh, the Game of Thrones boys, and pretty much just more about his trilogy. You can find that article also on Star Wars News Net. Uh, I mean, we're all looking forward to these uh, Ryan Johnson films. And it's, if, if it's anything like The Last Jedi, then it's going to be crazy jam packed with lore. The story's oh, going to yeah. be amazing. And I mean, it's going to rock you to your core with emotions. And I hopefully, hopefully this all happens and plan- pans out the way it's supposed to. Because if anything is if the last couple of years have shown us anything about star Wars is that a film can change complete direction in a matter of seconds, just because a director can leave. So don't yeah. be surprised if we get announced that Ryan Johnson leaves a project and it gets picked up by someone else. I'm just saying that, you know what I mean? Well, he's going to stay because he has something to prove to all of these neck beard fucking haters. Hey, I, I'm supposedly one of those neck beads, neck beards. Yeah, but you're not a misogynist or like a comics gate gamer gate fucking cuck face. So no, very true. When I say neckbeard, I'm talking about fucking uh, geeks and gamers and fuckers like. Oh mm. fuck that guy! Uh, can I call him out? Hey, I'm geeks and gamers, one. you're an asshole. Nobody likes you. You're a cuck. Okay, so moving on <laughs> to our last thing. 
uh, like I said earlier, this that was elaborate. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have to be. I mean, everybody's already put him on blast enough. I mean, I hate the guy. If I could literally go up to him and be like, you're a piece of shit, I would. Uh, so we're going to Steel City Con Friday. The number one do-backer fan, Roll Farm Boy, talked to him earlier this week. He sent us something. Are you guys ready for this? Oh, I'm. my body is ready for his. Yep. Connor Chikini, you ready for this, buddy? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's play this. How do, TJ, Jared, maybe Connor. Connor, are you there? <laughs> well, it don't matter. Well, it does. Yeah, this here's Roar Farm Boy. Or Anthony. TJ, you paying attention. <laughs> Anyhow, TJ, you ever seen Star Wars? Yeah. Um... Anyhow, thank you, TJ. This Sunday evening, I just got back home from dropping my girls back off to their mom. I want to thank you for this morning. You sent me that DM. Sent me very unexpectedly. Got to have that little talk in that Twitterverse direct messages place. That was fun. Got to kind of pester you at work. Um... Got around to asking, you asked me a couple times, you know, what do you think we're going to get for a, a teaser or a trailer? You think we're going to get the title? And I'll just go and say here and now, just like I done typed at you, that I'm just ever hopeful. I have not one goddamn expectation about nothing what's coming up that Lucasfilm no, not goddamn Disney. Disney don't make Star Wars. Lucasfilm <laughs> makes Star Wars. And this Hack, what they're yeah. going to give us. I love you. It's, it's been since I was a kid and seen that first story. Films, as you say. Every next one, and folks didn't really have any kind of expectations back then. Not like now. Every next story that come after it, done something new, whether it was a force power or been told in a story that weren't done in the story before it. And now here we are, where are we at? 11, 11 Star Wars stories. And each and every goddamn one of them comes next with something new. Every next new force power was something that weren't done before. Jared, you back me up on that? Yee. So that's my thoughts, and many don't think like I do. I don't, I can't, I don't know how to speculate on a thing. If you're going to ask me, our conversation can be pretty short. Uh, let's see what else is coming up. Yeah, I'm going to get my ass on down there at Convention Center. Hoping maybe things can swing around, and one year or other, you let me know if you think she can be there before noon, because it's going to be mighty pressing. You know, you're getting there at noon. Mm-hmm. For us, panel starts at noon, and you're wanting to set up a live feed and set up a booth and then getting into costumes and such. So let me know what you think. But, yeah, I'll be down there, and God damn it, TJ, if you're going to be wrapped up in latex at some other point, hell, I'll talk to you through latex as long <laughs> as you answer back. <laughs> but Always will, buddy. Always it's coming, will. boys. It is. Tomorrow morning, three days. And it's already been past getting real. Every <laughs> next day is real. All right. So. Oh, my Friday. God. I'm saying that from now on. Monroe oh, goes. my God. It's done been it's done been past getting boy. real. That's my new thing you I'm saying to discussioners. people. So on that day, until then, may the force be with each of you. Love you, fellas. See you on the radio. <laughs> that is so awesome i love his voicemails fuck yeah motherfucker so much oh, anthony, you are a god Ugh. anthony anthony i'm letting you know right now i'm hugging you oh we are all hugging you i'm oh, hugging yeah. you when i see you oh you uh, guys awesome uh, you're the reason awesome. why we do this every week bro i mean i would record so- just if you listen to this uh my heart is so full right now I can't wait even to meet this guy. Even though he was talking shit whenever about Alex Damon in the showdown, even though he was talking shit. <laughs> Remember that? Connor, did you see that? No, nah, I don't think. Uh, okay. Maybe a vague note. 
can't remember. Okay, so Star Wars Explained, because he, he's, I don't know if you should follow the Schmodown or not, but Star Wars Explained is currently the Star Wars champion. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I talk shit on Twitter all the time because I want to compete, and I know I could beat Alex Damon in the Schmodown, which for the record, he was on Steel Wars this week, him and Molly Damon. Yeah. We're on Steel Wars for this really cool, like, um, pre-show like a pre-star wars celebration like here's the rundown of everything going on yeah and steel as a joke i see your dm tj steel as a joke was like intermittently like throwing little bits of trivia out because molly and alex are competing Uh it's chief nibit that's the jawa that sold the droids alex that's who it was anyway the more you know anyway (laughs) anyway i'm coming for the fucking belt I'm coming for that. I imagine God Connor waving his hand and then the words "the more you know" coming out of them. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Alex, anyway, Alex Damon, Star Wars Explained. You know, like the best Star Wars YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he, he that's a fact. Award. That is a fact. Yeah, he he won something at the at the Schmodown Awards. Christian Harloff and Emma Fife sent it to him. He put it on Twitter, like, "Oh hey, I have my Schmodown Award." What the, blah blah blah, and the Royal Farm Boy added me on that tweet because like i said like i'll like playfully talk shit at star wars explained because again i want to play in the showdown and i think i could beat him we'll make it happen baby but, you don't worry oh one day one, one day. day i'm gonna have that goddamn belt on. oh you'll show. have a fucking leather jacket with a back on the back you fucking know yes. it you fucking know it you walk out i want to join corruption i want to be in corruption and be the star wars champ anyway <laughs> um but like, but I do that from time to time. Now I wasn't going to do that because it was Alex celebrating winning his Schmodown award. Yeah. But Ronald Farmboy ats me on Twitter and basically said, "Hey Jared, quit talking shit. Alex Damon will put you through the ring." <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like trying to be all prim and proper, and I was like, "Well, I'm a big fan of Alex. I love his, I love his YouTube channel, and I love his Schmodown career. I have nothing but respect for him. He's a really nice guy, one of the best people in the fandom. However, I think I could beat him in the Schmodown." And then Roll Farmer just came back again and said, "Huh? You said you think? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking savage! Yes! Holy crap! Oh, this is great! I was like, fuck you, bud." <laughs> How can you love and hate someone so much at the same time? I know. I was like, I was like, I thought you were on my team. I was like, you listen to my show, Brian. What the hell? Hey, he listens to a lot of shows. You gotta, you gotta understand. He's gotta share all this love. You know what I'm saying? Just because we're the locals doesn't mean he has to love us extra. You know? Yep. That's what I thought it meant, but clearly I was wrong. But like it was unprovoked. Like it wasn't one of those times where like I was actively like, hey Alex, like I want that belt. I didn't say anything. He just said, hey, Jared, he'll kick your ass. Just saying. <laughs> like, he just screamed that into the internet real quick. Damn. And I was like, what if we got him yeah. on for an episode? Farm Boy. Yo. Alex Damon? No, Anthony. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> it could be called Star Wars on the Farm. Like, it would be, like, awesome. It'd be called Moisture Farms. <laughs> yeah. Moisture farming with the farm boy. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Make sure he has power converters. Right. Oh, that'd be so cool. Oh, Uh, my God. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. Uh, But wrapping up the show, future episodes of the Do Back Discussion podcast, we're going to try from here after celebration. We are going to be on episode nine news like butter on toast when making a grilled cheese. I promise you it's going to be every week. Coming at you strong with this news. Hour and a half minimum episodes. I mean, especially next week is going to be crazy. You're going to next week. I'm uh, wow. I'm going to have like a couple bottles of water and a snack nearby because it's going to be. Yeah, we're going to have so much to talk about. So make sure you guys tune in next week for this. The jam packed episode of everything. Uh, Connor will be here. I will be here. Jared will be here. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we'll do everything that we can to uh, provide you guys with as much news as we can whenever it breaks at uh, celebration. Uh, Jared will be on. Jared and Connor, I'm sure, will be writing articles up for that stuff as it, as it breaks. Oh, dude, you know I will. Uh, we'll be posting on dobackdiscussion.net and on the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics. I'll be in Silk City all weekend, and I also work Saturday night, so I'll be trying to keep I'll up be orchestrating way. stuff from behind the computer like I normally am. So just 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 stay put, guys, and just stay tuned to dobackdiscussion.net and our Facebook, Instagram, just for everything that we're going to throw at you guys. Uh, 
And get some merch. Yeah, some buy merch. some merch. Get I know you guys have been doing really today. good. Uh, the Dubak Discussion Tee Public has been blowing up recently, and I would just want to say appreciate it to all of our fans, whether you listen to this show, any of our other shows, or just a fan of the website in general. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for buying these shirts and helping us just, you know, pay some of these and bills to keep this going. And whoever got the Raylo coffee mug. Yeah, whoever got the Raylo coffee mug, you're the real winner. You you drink that you drink that Raylo tea with happiness and with pride. Okay? Well, that's the thing is that that's what girls with savers that's their shtick. Yeah, is that they say that like oh we're sipping the Raylo tea. So like my money is on it was somebody who found us through girls with savers found our Raylo thing and got it on a mug. That's what my money's on. Okay, that's fine. Is it that's how they arrived at that? But if it's even funnier if they didn't though. The, but, like they just like yeah. subconsciously went, I need the Raylo tea. Did you see it? Like also, someone commented on our Hall of Heroes shirt today. Uh, Avengers. <laughs> I'd rather go club a bunch of baby seals. What? I'm not even joking. Okay. I deleted his comment. But like, wow, it was like at seven in the morning. I look at my phone and it's like, huh, this guy commented on one of our stuff. So I looked and that was the comment. It was something along those lines. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> What is that? I don't even know if that's an insult. Like, wow. like, what? Like he wasn't bashing our shirts. Like he like he likes our shirts because he liked the post. But like, can we just get that on a shirt? Right. I'd rather get club baby <laughs> seals. <laughs> Avengers, huh? I'd rather club baby seals. What the fuck? Yeah, that's that's weird. These guys are weird. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I love our fans. I love the people we meet. It's fucking great. Probably, it was probably a hater, but like, I want to know how that happened. I, I want to know where that dialogue went. Right. Like, <laughs> but Connor, is your Sag, baby seal. Thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you for having Dude, me. It's on. always an honor. I mean, this is always fun. And I know, I know, sorry for the do back fans out there. This is a unformatted orchestrated shit show, but I feel like that's what do back <laughs> is. Uh, we yeah. orchestrate us getting together and then we just fucking like oh let's do this boys <laughs> i mean we do the best that we also, can before i forget yes before i forget because we you saw it on the uh when we were talking about it on twitter on uh cubs fan hans one post the star wars hamilton crossover shirts are going to be coming soon and they are going to be really cool um even if you're not a fan of hamilton just the text itself tells a beautiful story that ties in with what the images will be. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're a fan of Hamilton, it'll be even fucking cooler. That's it's going to awesome. be a lot of really cool designs. I know we were talking about that on Twitter the other day. In case you guys didn't see that. Uh, but yeah, those are coming soon at you. Well, we'll share it. Just remember, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and do back discussion.net. Uh, see you guys next week. Uh, that's TJ Bowser signing off. This is Sag, the dark Sagi signing off. <laughs> And this is Connor Chiquiti signing off. <laughs> Dance.